Welcome. Your journey starts with improving every aspect of your life. Let's Talk Corelicious Leave Room for Dessert podcast is about discovering your true potential, overcoming your fears, and fighting life like the brave warrior that you are. Be sure to hit the like, comment, and follow button. Your host, Miss V, the Core of Life coach, has over 20 years of military and personal life experiences transforming lives from a caterpillar to a butterfly and bringing on the top influencers, successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and more who are rock stars in life, business, and relationships. On days when everything seems overwhelming, someone must remind you that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And with rain comes rainbows. What seems difficult to swallow today is exactly where you'll derive your strength from on the days to come. You are greater than your fears and braver than you seem. Miss V, the core life coach, shares how the hurdles of today will build your tomorrow if you take the right road. Your brighter future demands that you can step up now and change the game for yourself. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Let's Talk Coalition. Leave room for the third podcast. Hosted by me, Miss C, the Core Life Coach, also known as Felicia L. Taylor. Get ready to embark on a life archery journey as we unleash the untapped power in you. Brace yourself for an electrifying episode featuring our extraordinary guest, Baroness Dr. Kara Scott Dentley. She is a force to be reckoned with, transforming from a double scientist to a trailblazing entrepreneur and success specialist. Episode 11 is here. Wow, it's gone by pretty quick. And our podcast is dominating over 100 major internet radio platforms, including Google, Apple, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and more. Prepare for an awe. I said awe, inspiring conversation that we will ignite your spirit and leave you craving for more. Today, we have the privilege of diving deep into the remarkable journey of Baroness Dr. Kara Scott Dentley from her groundbreaking work in physics and geospatial analysis to her unparalleled leadership in radiological and nuclear emergency prepared projects for the United States federal government. Kara's expertise has garnered international recognition. Do you hear me? International recognition. Her research and scholarly articles have been published across multiple countries, solidifying her as a true visionary. Kara's influence does not stop there. She's the author of the groundbreaking book, Unlocking the Blueprint of intention, the keys 
to governing your greatness with science. This masterpiece reveals the secrets of aligning daily habits with scientific laws to unlock your true potential. As if that wasn't enough, Kara is also the visionary behind the lifestyle brand at Leisure Wear Company, Life by Kara. This brand promotes a holistic approach to life, nurturing the mind, the body, spirit, and also relationships. Together with her husband, Dr. James Dittley, Kara founded the awe-inspiring nonprofit organization, already always amazing. This organization provides invaluable resources and support to children and veterans, and I am also a veteran, women and seniors, earning them prestigious titles and changing lives along the way. Kara's impact extends beyond her professional endeavors. She is a featured expert in an upcoming documentary where she shares her profound knowledge on energy, quantum physics, and the extraordinary power of water. Today, we are privileged to delve into Kara's journey, her diverse roles, her groundbreaking book, her influential brand, her philanthropic efforts, and so much more. Brace yourself for an electrifying and enlightening conversation with the unstoppable Baroness, Dr. Kara Scott Dilley. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much, and it's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, V, for inviting me on. I'm excited to be here and to just deep dive into everything, everything that you just talked about. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, let's do it. Let's deep dive into the powerful questions for Kara. Let's start off with the first question. Drum roll, please. Can you tell us about your journey for being a scientist to becoming an entrepreneur and success specialist? Well, I think like many people, you go so far into your journey because we're all told the same thing. You know, you go to school, get a good job, um, you know, get good grades and come out so that you can, you know, have this life of bliss. And I remember when I was working full-time for the Department of Homeland Security and taking a look at the person with the um, the oldest person on my job and the person with the most seniority on my job, and neither one of those positions was something that I aspired to. So mm. I started to just think about what is it that I really want. Even the opportunity to um, elevate within my career, it came up constantly. And, and I did some elevation, and then I got to a place where I started to think, as, especially, you know, once I became a mom, I said, mm-hmm. is this what I want? Mm-hmm. Is, is this the path that I really want? And mm-hmm. that's something that people have to really be authentic with themselves, even mm-hmm. though it seemed like it was the right next step for me at that time. Uh, mm-hmm. Because that was the next step to continue mm-hmm. to elevate and grow up through the ch- up, up through the ranks. But I said, you know, honestly, like if this is what my life is going to amount to, I don't, I don't, I don't want this path. 
And it didn't mean that it was a bad path. It just wasn't the path that I wanted. So right. I always enjoyed uh, motivating and inspiring people. And as a scientist, I would always just see a correlation between different laws and different theories and how it applies to everyday life. So I knew that I would still do something in the scientific field. I just didn't know how. And so when I started to make that transition, which for a lot of people is very scary, and I would be not telling the truth and be lying if I were to say that it wasn't scary for me as well. And it, it took some time because I needed to find a vehicle that would allow me to walk away. And I did. And I, I, I felt confident. I, I was ready to make a move initially. My parents, who who were like the cheerleaders in the background the whole time, they wow. at first they felt like, you're going to leave that good government job with those good government benefits. Yeah. Right? And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. So it kind of stopped me in my tracks initially. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess I should be grateful. And um, and I just remember talking about it over and over again. And it was one time that I mentioned it to my dad, and he said, uh, well, if that's the decision that you want to make, um, I say go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, you've, you've, you've done, you know, the federal government, you've, you know, given it your all. You see what that's about. And, um, I mean, and he just started naming off different people. You know, Tiger Woods doesn't work for the federal government. He's pretty successful. Oprah Winfrey doesn't work for the federal government. She's pretty successful. And he just mm-hmm. went down the line. Michael Jordan, you know, he even named my mm-hmm. husband. He said, James <laughs> really doesn't work for the federal government. He's pretty successful. I said, exactly. Mm-hmm. And he said, go mm-hmm. for it. And that was the that was that was the push that I needed. That was the push, and I, and I did, and um and I and I haven't looked back. Now the day that I left, my last day, oh, when I tell you, my heart broke. It felt like I was leaving family because I'd been there so long, and we would travel together because with the federal government, sometimes you go on deployment. As you, yes. as you know, even with the military, you go on deployments when there's a federal disaster. And, you know, so we traveled together. We ate dinner together, lunch together, you know. We had these, you know, amazing moments together. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, I'm leaving. And um, yes. and even though I, you know, I, I sometimes I still speak to some of them and we'll talk, we'll text and, you know, just to check on one another. But, you know, I just never looked back. It was the best decision that I could have made. Wow, that's powerful there. Let's go into, um, and you were age 35, correct? When you were 35, correct. Awesome, awesome. How did your background in physics and geospatial analysis contribute to your leadership on radiological and nuclear emergency preparedness projects? I think it positioned me perfect. It, it positioned me perfectly well for that because with they hired me for the geospatial analysis to be to come in and to do that to be you know to um and I was actually the only person in the federal government that did what I did for uh the radiological emergency preparedness division and mm-hmm. they snatched me up right away like there was you know with my background in physics they knew that I understood not mm-hmm. just the geospatial aspect but I understood a little bit about nuclear power. They, they, mm. they knew that, if nothing else, I had a scientific background. And part of my research was algorithm development. And so mm. they got excited about that and brought me on board right away. So that was definitely, it, it just worked out to my benefit. 
And, you know, and I often tell people now, if you want to um, advance within anything, like make yourself marketable, make yourself stand apart, you know, come mm-hmm. to bring, bring something, something else, like bring more. So instead of them just saying, hey, do you have a degree in geospatial analysis? I was like, yes, not only that, but I have a degree in physics. And they were like, right. what? Definitely. And no brainer right away. Like I got a call back right away. Mm. to come into the department, yes. So how do you balance your various roles as a scientist, entrepreneur, author, and philanthropist? You know, when you're you're created for something and you know what that thing is and you get excited about it, it's like like smooth like butter, Mm. smooth like water. It's just, it's, just you operate because you're in a zone. Mm. Now, I often think about, for me, it's in the sciences. I am a researcher. And I, 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 told, I told someone earlier, I said, you know, instead of just being on the phone all the time, and, and I don't mind, I love communication. I love community. I love interaction. But I would rather, even instead of watching television, I would rather sit and read a book. Mm. about energy, about quantum, about physics, about the body, about the world, about nature. I would rather sit and read a book. Mm. And it's it's just it's just one of those things and when it comes when it flows out, when you put all of the pieces together, it all works together. So of course, balancing with with the clothing line and you know, you know, with my son, we're homeschooling him. It's just it it's like innate. I don't let it stress me because mm. I know that it's an opportunity. It's a privilege. It's a privilege for all of us to be alive, A, <laughs> to be here yes. at this point in time. It's a privilege. It's a blessing. So I don't look at life and the things that I get to do as mm. something daunting Absolutely. because at any point we can change it. We can decide mm. something different. So everything that I have that's uh, in front of me, it's what I decide. It's what I want to do. And we all have that. Mm-hmm. We all have that. And that's why my book, The Blueprint of Intention, if you don't have the life that you want, if you're not doing things that excite you and light you up from the moment you wake up, you need to change that because this is your life. And we do get to decide. And it's our responsibility to decide to have the life that we want. And we can do that. Absolutely. And her book is called Unlocking the Blueprint of Intention, the Keys to Governing Your Greatness with Science. Kara, what are some key lessons or takeaways from your book that individuals can apply to their own lives? There's a chapter on the North Star, which goes ties into what we just talked about. Your North Star is that thing that you know is your thing to do. You have mm-hmm. some people that are great at baking, right? They're great chefs. Mm-hmm. They could come up with recipes in their sleep. They wake up cooking. They go to sleep cooking. They want to cook <laughs> for everybody. They just love it. That's their thing. That's their zone. That's their North Star. So if there's mm-hmm. anything, and remember with the North Star, no matter where you are in the world, it's the same place. Mm. The North Star never changes. So no matter what's going on in your life, your North Star should be the thing that guides you. 
That should be the thing that every decision that you make should be built around that North Star. So most people don't even, they haven't even looked at it like that. They don't have their own North Star. That one thing that they say, does this line up? Is this in alignment with my truth, my North Star? What is that? Mm-hmm. For me, it's definitely family. Uh, family is very important to me, my relationships, community, um, you know, expansion, learning, growth, health. All of these are my North Star. So if there's something that does not align with that, then I have the choice and the responsibility to be true to myself and say, no, I don't want to do that. Wow. And well, that's how you eliminate the stress. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well said. Tell us more about your lifestyle brand and at Leisure Wear Life by Kara and how it promotes wholeness of the mind, body, spirit, and relationship. Beautiful. So I started Life by Kara uh, during, around the pandemic. Of course, everybody was in their uniform, which was pretty much leggings and hoodies because that was comfortable. At least it was for me because I found that time to really get out, walk more, um, and, and be comfortable. And so I would go out and have on my leggings and hoodies, and people would say, you know, that is so cute. Where did you get that from? And I would just, like, create my own thing and just put stuff together that I thought looked nice. And so right. I was like, you know, I have, a, I, I have a brand. I have a style. And so, of course, most people don't think that scientists have style or anything like that. And even when I would go into uh, research labs or when I was in grad school or even when I was working for the Department of Homeland Security, it would, Security, it would like take people by surprise, like, oh, you're the subject matter expert? <laughs> like, no offense, but you're the one that's going to present today? Yes. And I was much younger then, so I would come in and, and, and I'd talk about dress to the nines. But I would, have, I would represent well. I would have on my suit. I would have on my pumps, but just classy. And mm-hmm. so uh, many times people would think that, Oh, I thought that maybe you were in fashion. It's like you could be a scientist and still be in fashion. Yeah. Right? So I would I would just wear my hoodies, and then I said, you know what? I came up with life because life is just so organic. It's happening right before us. We don't have to do anything extra. Just be. And life stands for live in full expression, whatever that means for each mm-hmm. individual on this line. And everybody's full expression is different, but you get to do that. And so the the Kara part, you know, someone asked, well, is there an acronym for Kara? And I thought about it. I slept on it. I woke up and I said, you know what? You have life through your knowledge, your awareness, whatever you are aware of, your relationships, and then your agreements. Whatever you come into agreement with, that that is what your life is. So we have life by Kara. And over the I for life, there's a water drop because everything in life needs water. And if we understand, and I study water a lot extensively, there's a lot of characteristics that if you understand water and the behavior of water, you would understand how humans behave and why we adapt to certain things the way that we do because of the behavior of water. And since we're over 70% water, then that will help you to understand more about us, right? So there's a water drop and then there's a key. There's a key within the water drop because keys give us access, and we are the key. We have all the access that we need. We Just as we are, we are fine just like we are. Then there's a tree for abundance, and then there's a light right above the abundance because there's light that shines within each of us. Wow. It's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe. And when people see it, they're like, you know, it's something about this. And I'm like, yeah, because it's my heart and soul that is 
in what you're looking at. It was very mm-hmm. intentional. Could you share some examples of the impact the Life by Kara movement has had on women around the world? Oh, yes. It brings people together. Um, community is, is a big thing, and people now more than ever need more community. And it's, you know, and I, I feel like everything, the the energy of anything and everything, which everything is energy, it starts with the creator, with the creation and then the creator. And, of course, all of us are made in the likeness and in the image of God, and since God creates, we get to create. So when I'm, when I'm with women, you know, I... I just I, I see them as me. There's is 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 the best example to to because we are each other. We're a reflection of each other, right? It's like scooping up water out of the ocean and you put it in all of these different containers. Mm. It's still the same water. That same spirit that resides in each one of us is still the same. So if you have a bowl, if you have a cup, if you have a bottle, you scooped it out of the same ocean. So if you can start to understand, and, you know, we want people to have compassion and grace towards us, and we pray for grace uh, every single day, why won't we just extend that to each other? And when you can start looking at your brother and your sister like that, like, that's mm-hmm. me. I'm going to love you because you are me. If we mm-hmm. can get that clarity, mm-hmm. then we will have a much better world. Absolutely. Can you share some insights into your experience homeschooling your son, Caden, and how it has impacted his development as a chess player? Oh, my God. It's everything. Oh, that's a loaded question. We could be on here forever because I get so excited <laughs> because that, that, you know, you hear so many people, you know, and really studying People, humans, you know, studying the mind, studying the body, how the body responds to certain things, the, you know, what we do from childbirth on um, impacts and have a direct influence on the, the, the quality of life for each individual. And now that we have scientific studies that prove this, it was very, uh, I, I was very, it, it, uh, use this word intentional so much because it, it is so key that we start to live our lives intentional. So I knew that, and I said this even before he was born, I was just like, I just want to give him access. Access. Mm-hmm. If he wants to go to NASA camp, I don't want anything to hold me back. I want to be able to put him in NASA camp. If he wants to be able to, whatever it is he want to do, if he want to, I don't know, go and create music, I want to put him in a situation where he has the resources to go and create music, to do any and everything that that really drives his heart. Because children, they're, they, they come here already equipped. We just mm-hmm. have to, we're just guides for them. Mm-hmm. And too often we don't allow that light to shine. We snuff it out just because we feel like we're adults, we know better, but they come here already ready. And you see it in these prodigies. You see it in the Mozarts. And they tell you, hey, I started this when I was four. You see it in your Tiger Woods. You see it in your Venus and Serena Williams. They started when they were little. Yes. And so if we can nurture that and allow them to teach us because they come here so ready with so much information. My son mm-hmm. teaches me all the time. And it's yeah. just it's, it's, it's beautiful. 
because mm-hmm. I get to be present in his development. And sometimes we're too busy. We're busy being moms. We're busy being business owners. And we mm-hmm. don't get a chance. You know, we, we, we're busy working full-time. We're traveling all over the world. And mm-hmm. I remember when I was working full-time, and I did not want that. I was like, no, I need to be present. Mm-hmm. I really need to be present. And I remember at first it was just something as simple as, I want to be able to go on field trips. I want to be a chaperone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I want to be present in that way. But then I started to see, like, wait a minute. There's so much more than just saying, hey, here's the test, regurgitate it. Mm-hmm. And here, everybody learned the same thing at the same time all at once. I said, there's so much more to life to learn. And so, you know, I, I allow him to unfold. Mm-hmm. I, I allow his gifts to come out. And so when he started, first thing he wanted to do was get it, believe it or not, he wanted a queen ant. Like, that was like our first a leap into science. And he would watch these ants. And like, look at the behavior of the ants on a daily basis. Because at first, I said, "Okay, I just get, I get you an ant colony." And he said, "I don't want an ant colony. I want to get the queen ant that is already mm-hmm. taking her nuptial flight." Okay, he studied mm-hmm. all of this, and I was like, "Nuptial flight? Never heard of it. Tell me more." <laughs> so, he's educating me, and I'm like, "Nuptial flight?" And my mom, she taught science elementary school. I was like, "Mom, you ever heard of a nuptial a nuptial flight with uh with the queen ant?" And she was like, "Never." And so. He did all of the research. We actually, we because he was very specific, we had to mm-hmm. find a queen ant, and the queen ant actually developed her colony mm. because she comes already with eggs. And it, every day, he would make sure, Mom, we have to feed the ants. Mom, we have to. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so that was the first adventure of his. And then when he was four, he was in, I just took him to the local chess place the the local park district here just something to do learn chess it would be great for your brain and come to find out over time which I didn't know that he was really interested in it like he is over time he came back one day and he came home and he said mom I need a chess coach I said a chess coach this was like last year I was like, so you're you're serious? Like this isn't just a game. He said, no, I, I'm I'm going to be a grandmaster. And so now he everywhere he goes, he's playing chess. I allow him to play as often as he wants because that's how greatness shows up. You don't have to wait until a person is finished with college and then go out there in the world and find out the thing that makes your heart, you know, full. No, that's what life is. Mm-hmm. I was listening to Bob Proctor the other day, and someone was talking about success and how do you define it. And he was like, it's being able to wake up every day and do the thing that gets you excited. This gets him excited. We were on a cruise. I'm like, hey, do you want to go to the game room? Do you want to go get in the swimming pool? Do you? He said, No. I want to go back to the chessboard. It was a big chessboard, like of, of, of like life-size pieces. And he went over there and wanted to just wanted to sit there and wait for people to come to play. Wow! And I said, you know what? You do exactly what it takes to be great at anything. And I'm not pushing you to do it. It's you doing it. Mm-hmm. And most people have that thing if you would just let them do it. So being able to homeschool is allowing him to be his just to allowing him to step into his destiny 
Because now there's nothing distracting him. It's not like, oh, you can't do this because you have homework. Oh, you can't do this. We do work. Life is always teaching us. We don't have to go to four, sit in the classroom with four walls to get taught. Life is always right there and teaching us. But it's tuning into it. And so he loves it. He competes. And now his teacher, that first teacher, he actually had chess today. And his teacher say, you know, I, I can't beat him. And my son has such empathy. He said, I feel bad because, you know, it looked like he was so disappointed. But when his, his instructor came down, I said, do you know that you taught him? Like, you was the first person because he didn't realize that because he didn't know that before coming into that class, my son hadn't done anything with chess. I said, you were the first person that taught, showed him how to move a chess piece. Mm-hmm. He said, wow. He said, that makes me feel better and started smiling. He's like 73 years old. Oh, wow. And he said, you know, well, wow. Well, I said, and my son will have a documentary. I said, and you'll be in it. And he was just like, wow. And it just kind of, it, I saw the look on his face. I said, see, and so when Caden and I got in the car, I said, you see that? He said, yeah, but I kind of feel bad for him because I keep beating him. <laughs> I said, but letting him know. That you got a foundation, that you your foundation came from him. You see, I face lit up, but just pointing these things out to him. I said, you give honor what honor is due. And he was just like, yeah, you're right. I said, just keep telling him, you know, thank you, you know, because that was the beginning. Awesome. Let's switch gears, Kara. Let's go into what led you and your husband to establish the nonprofit organization already always amazing and what kind of resources do you provide well there there are so many so we have the three um and you might as well say four prongs to already always and that amazing so we have the veterans the seniors the children and women and it was one of those things that he would always ask me well what is it that you want to do and Coming up on the south side of Chicago, you know, is there are resources there, but if you don't know about them, it's just as good as the, the resources not being there. Mm-hmm. And um, and really being able to connect the people with the resources that they needed. And many times the people who provide the resources, they're unaware of what is actually needed. And what will help a person to thrive. Mm -hmm. So for the children on the south side of Chicago, one of the things that we've done, and now we've expanded to other demographics, but primarily for the south side of Chicago, we help these children write books Mm. and to tell their story. And then when they complete their book, they're able to have an all-expenses trip paid to Disney World. To, to get them out of their environment, you know, and they could take a chaperone, you know, and they get a per diem and everything. Because some, you, you hate for a family to go to Disney World and can't, you know, eat while they're in the park. So we provide a per diem. And just opening up their awareness of what's possible. For many of these children, they probably would never get a chance to travel because the resources just aren't there. And so giving them the opportunity to write the narrative of their life that they want to see 
is huge, and they're rewarding them where they're able to go somewhere. And we talked to one of the students before, and we're thinking that he'll be excited. Oh, I saw Disney. Oh, I got on the, you know, I got on the roller coaster. And but you know, one of the things that he really appreciated it was the robe in the bathroom and the softness of the the sheets and the towels. Like, wow. Very, very interesting, you know? So the things that we think when people are just throwing money at a situation, there's mm-hmm. more. There's so much more that, that, that is necessary to help a person to feel alive and to be seen. So these are some of the things that we do. Um, we've provided uh, just food and resources and just connecting uh, with the with the with the veterans to give them access to different people because sometimes there are other uh, nonprofit organizations that they just need to communicate because there are there there are more resources that are available if more people that operate these different nonprofits would communicate and stand in the gap. So mm-hmm. in being in that gap to communicate with the veterans, what is it that you need, and being able to give them access to people that can provide them with opportunities, that can provide them with um, not just job opportunities, but just uh, opportunities for housing, opportunities for things that those of us who are who are not veterans that we don't know. Mm-hmm. So we allow them to come through and speak to us, and even for business opportunities uh, for veterans. And, you know, having a show, there's a, a, a part of the network is dedicated to veterans on the JD3 TV network for, you know, for veterans to tell their story. Because sometimes that's what they want. They just want to get their story out. I want my story told. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, providing that type of outlet for for the veterans and then, you know, for the seniors, we've, we've provided uh, believe it or not, food is a major thing, especially if a person is uh, living alone and they're probably not comfortable cooking. And it, it, and it is, isn't even to say that they don't have money because sometimes that's not it. Sometimes they need the companionship. Sometimes they need, you know, someone to be able to bring them a home-cooked meal. So we provide seniors with a program that's called uh, Meals on Wheels. Mm-hmm. For them to get home cooked meals, so that mm-hmm. they don't have to feel like, oh, I don't, I can't go out, or you know, I don't want to bother, and it, that should never be the case. But sometimes, family members, grandparents feel like I don't want to bother my grandkids to have them bring me something to eat, but I am hungry. Mm-hmm. Those little simple things, but but being that outlet and being that gateway and being able to uh, bridge those resources from where they are to the people that need it. I like that. Bridge those resources. Let's switch gears again, Kara. Can you explain the significance of being Knights of the Royal Order of Constantine the Great and St. Helen and how it aligns with your mission of service and charitable contribution? Well, it's definitely an honor. You have to be invited into the Royal Order. It is documented as an actual um, servitude in the royal um, order out of Spain with Prince Raphael, and it's, it expands our mission. 
Mm-hmm. Because now instead of doing it, you know, locally and, you know, in Chicago or even throughout the United States, because we would provide resources even throughout the United States, but now we're able to tap into a network of people and uh, just not only the network of people who can help us along this journey of service, but to even reach out to the people who who are in need of different services on a global level. So it just allows us to expand our mission. And it's it's a beautiful thing because, you know, to be able to step into these shoes and to have a purpose behind it as strong as, you know, uh, being able to help humanity on so many different levels. It's never just one thing. There's so many different things. It's not just one Band-Aid for anything. You want to get to the root cause and really give love to the people who need it all over the world uh, because that's what is needed most. But to be able to go into the schools and to see people who look like me and, you know, little girls that, that are like, wait a minute, you, you have a real tiara? Like, you're, you're, you have a robe? <laughs> like, wow. Like, the, it's mm-hmm. like they light up. Like, that's possible? Mm-hmm. Yes. And to be able to t- stand in those shoes to say, yeah, it's possible. And they're like, what? And they look at their little friends like, oh, my gosh. Like, what? And even like my niece, she's like, my aunt is a is a royal. Uh, she's royalty. And I'm like, oh god, it's so funny because mm-hmm. she says it's so cute. Like she's royalty, and I'm like, we're all royalty. It's just that I'm a part of a royal house. <laughs> yeah. But to just let everyone know that that light is there. Like I'm I'm this girl from the south side of Chicago went to public school, but it is possible. Absolutely. What topics will you be discussing in the upcoming documentary, Beyond Health and Healing, and why are they important to you? Oh, wow. So I still do a lot of research. I still do a lot of research, um, and I'll actually be going back into uh, research delving in on a deeper level, almost similar to what I was doing in, while I was in college and graduate school. And I was t- talking to a young lady today. I'm always having conversations about just so many different things about um, what I am doing. And she said, what would, you th- what would you say is the most important thing with your research? And I said, with what, and this ties into what I discussed in the documentary, is that what goes on within your body, if you can understand this, what goes on within your body is so much, so much further and so much, it's more important to understand and to manage that than anything else on the outside of your body could ever do. Mm. So that's managing your emotions. And this this is what everybody's now all excited about. Quantum, you know, quantum energy, quantum physics. I've been studying this stuff for a long time. Everything vibrates. Mm-hmm. Everything is energy, frequency, and vibration. <laughs> you have Tesla, right? He said that a long time ago. Nikola Tesla said that a long time ago. That if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, understand energy, frequency, and vibration. And it is so true. Because even though it looks like most things are, like, stable, everything mm-hmm. is vibrating. Every organ in your body vibrates. Every mm-hmm. function in your body vibrates. The emotions in your body is just a reflection of the vibration of what you feel. Your emotions can be measured on the outside of your body. A person can tell you by measuring your frequency what your emotion is because it can be measured. 
Now, with that being said, sickness also is a result of a vibration. Mm. So if you understand that, then you will operate in such a way that you will manage your own energy. So you hear people saying things like, oh, she has a cool vibe or, you know, um, when, when we're not on the same frequency. Like, that's a real, that's a real thing. That's mm-hmm. a real thing. You ever gone and walked into a room and there's some people you just connect with, like you and I, when we first met, we just connected, right? And we stayed connected. Mm-hmm. We stayed connected over these years because there are certain people that you just vibrate with. That's what it is. We're yeah. matching our vibration. And there are some people, believe it or not, that I've been in the room with them several times, over and over mm-hmm. again, but we just did not connect. It doesn't make them bad people. We're just not on the same vibration. Right. I get it. And, 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 and that's it. And, and, and that's okay. And so mm-hmm. we have to get out of this idea of thinking that one is bad, one is good. No, it's just different. Mm-hmm. And you get to choose which vibration you want to, what, what frequency you want to vibrate at. And, and that's totally fine. And so I talk about that. I talk about water because mm-hmm. water is healing. Water, it takes the path of least resistance. And since we're 70% water, we need to learn how to take the path of least resistance. So if there's something that you feel like is going on in your life, relationships, your your job, your boss, your whatever, and you feel that there's some resistance, there's a reason for that. Just that's your body communicating with you. Our bodies talk to us all the time, mm-hmm. but we have to take heed and and just listen. Like why is it every time I'm around this person I feel sick? That's a vibration. Wow. What can it affect? Go ahead. Okay. What can attendees expect from the Limitless Experience event, and how does it contribute to personal and professional elevation? I will tell you, everything that goes on in Limitless from the, from the day, from the moment of, first of all, from the, from the registration <laughs> to every detail that goes into a Limitless event, it is very intentional. From the time you walk through the door, from the people that are at the door that greet you, from... The even the pins that you use to sign your name coming in, everything is intentional because most people don't understand. Once again, it goes back to that vibration and frequency. From the moment you walk in, the door that you enter, the the speakers that are chosen to speak, the the days that are chosen, everything is on purpose because we want people to walk away with not just oh that was a great event, but having information that will impact them not just now but for generations to come because once you are once you become aware of something and you start to make significant changes in your own life it does it's not just about you everything mm-hmm. it but it's being aware of it so people that are out here whatever it is that you're doing whether it's good is going to impact generations to come if you're doing have uh, high consequences, it's going to affect generations to come. And so when you start to realize that and you can help people to get over those hurdles and to pretty much unwrap the gifts that are already within them, because that's all it is that we're doing. We're pointing out, hey, it's already in there. Let's help it come out. It's, mm-hmm. it's there. I'm not, I'm not giving you anything that you don't already have. I'm just raising your awareness that you already have it. Mm-hmm. So what people look for when they come to any event is they look, they're looking for themselves. And so we're very careful to make sure that a person isn't hanging on to us saying, oh, I need you to 
get me to the next level. No, what you, who you need is you. <laughs> yeah. You you need you. Now, continue to plug in because we're connected with a lot of people and we connect you with other people who may have that next thing for you, that, that next connection, you know, mm-hmm. that, that next the part of the, the information that you need. But most people need to need to realize that you, you are it. Baby, yeah. it's you. Mm-hmm. You, you don't need another person telling you anything. And once you start to realize that, you find your North Star, and you start to say, this is the thing that really lights me up. I need to go after this full throttle then there's nothing that will stop you. You will wake up every single day excited to be on that path and to do whatever that thing is. Mm -hmm. I love that. Find your North Star. Can you tell us more about JD3TV and the kind of impactful entertainment content subscribers can expect? Yes. So, it's, it's information, and it's so beautiful because these are just everyday people that have a message, that have their shows, that have their podcasts, that are like, hey, I want, I want a, another platform, a bigger platform, a global platform to bring my content to that's thought-provoking, that's inspiring, um, and nothing that's derogatory or anything like that. But these are regular, everyday people that are like, I, that's, hey, I have a voice. I have a story. I want to tell it. And so not only that, but they get an opportunity to share their message, but also get a chance to bring other people on board and monetize, whereas, you know, certain platforms out there, they'll start you out by saying they'll monetize, but then they start to skim off the top. And you start wondering, like, wait a minute, what just just happened? And we know so many people that's in that situation. So to literally put people in a position where they can win and get their message out, they feel like they're part of a community, it's just a win-win all around the table and across the board. And 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 it's exciting. And, you know, with my husband, um, Baron Dr. James Bentley, he lives, breathes, and sleeps uh, personal development and training and helping people to find, you know, to pull out because that's what we're doing. You know, as you educate, which, you know, the root word is educar, which is to pull out, to allow people to to find their niche, to find that thing. And so when you can bring that out and help to cultivate that in an environment, because the environment is everything. If you put uh, some seed on a windowsill or on a table and it's not in the right soil, the seed is good. There's nothing wrong with the seed. Everything that's needed is already in it, but you need to put it in the right environment for it to thrive. So that's what we provide, not with limitless, you know, not only with limitless, but also with JD3 TV and just everything that we have our hands in is just really just showing love because that's what people need. So, you know, having that and, you know, taking their input, you know, what, what could make it better? You know, what do you want to see? You know, what, what, what is it? You know, like having, allowing them to be a part of it and not just in it, but a part of it too. Awesome. You briefly talked about limitless potential. Let's go into how do you define it and what advice do you have for individuals looking to release their own potential? Plug into the right environment. There's a law, and I talk about this extensively in my book, um, The Blueprint of uh, Unlocking uh, The Blueprint of Unlocking Your Potential. So, one of the things that with the uh, With Tobler's Law, it is 
a law that says that all things are connected, right? So all things are connected, but those things that are near are more connected than those things that are further apart. So in in my book, Unlocking the Blueprint of Intention, it we it 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 talks about not just the law itself, but looking at how it has applied to my life. Growing up on the south side of Chicago, um, understanding certain things that could have really um, changed the trajectory of my future. Mm-hmm. And I tell these stories because once I understood that law, I understood that I, I needed to be in the right environment. I needed to be around people who are move, who who are moving in the direction that I want to move in, who are driving the cars that I want to drive, who are living in the houses that I want to live in, because those things that are near are most like those things that are near than those things that are further apart. Conversations, and this isn't bragging, but it's just uh, uh, one of the things that I realized in my community, most of us have swimming pools. So we're having conversations about who cleans your pool. And I was like, when I was living on the south side of Chicago, <laughs> We weren't mm-hmm. having conversations about who's cleaning your pool. Like, that was for swimming pool. There were no swimming pool. You mm-hmm. know, so if that's something that you desire, you need to be in an environment where that is what is happening. Absolutely. You know, the conversations are different. There are more people that I'm around now who are homeschooling, and I'm like, the conversations are different. You have to. Your environment is everything. It plays such a huge role in your entire life. Absolutely. So you have to be intentional. All right. We have four minutes left. I'm going to uh, ask you a couple of more questions. Uh, the, the next question is, how do you approach innovation and stand ahead of the curve in your industry? Listen to the people. It's pretty, it's pretty simple. Like when I started with my hula hoop, um, you know, I've always been in health and health and wellness, fitness, working out the traditional way, going to the gym. And I remember uh, working out with a hula hoop, a young lady named Alana introduced me um, to the weighted hula hoop. And I got excited and I was like, you know, I want it designed with my, I want my design on it. I want to, I want to uh, create my own brand of this weighted hula hoop. And so I started reaching out to manufacturers. And the reason why I went full throttle with it, once I realized the benefits, I was having a conversation with the lady who does my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And um, she's she's older. I'm not going to say she's old. She's, she's just old, you know, older. She's like, with my knees, I'm not jumping. I'm not doing all of anything extensive. I need something that is simple, that is easy. Um, you know, and I was like, yeah, well, I will. She was like, now that I would do. And that was what sparked me into saying, okay, well, okay, let me go ahead and start this, this weighted hula hoop because it has the acupressure, which has magnetic nodes in it that helps with balance. And so knowing what the, the people want, mm-hmm. pay attention, listen to the people, talk to the people. You know, people will tell you what they want, but most people aren't listening. They're so, you know, adamant about what they want to give people or what they want to sell people as opposed to saying, look, this is what you want. Let me go get it for you. Let me provide that for you. And so it's helped so many people. And, you know, just being able to stay healthy, stay fit, because you you get 
amazing results. It works your hips, it works your thighs, it, you know, you have trimmed your waistline, and there's no impact on your joints. So, and, that, and that's a blessing. That's a good thing because so many people have joint issues. So staying innovative is staying ahead of the curve and talking to people who are, who is your target audience to find out what is it that they want. Awesome. Well, we're going up to the final question. Can you share any final words of wisdom and how the listeners can reach you? Well, I would say tonight, you know, and it's it's never too late to start. And I would say starting tonight, write down the things that excite you. You know, you know, if all things was the way that you wanted, everything, you know, nothing can stop you. What would that look like? What would that look like? That would be your North Star. For me, it, a, a major part of that is, and I can't harp on it enough, it was family. And it wasn't just family from the from the aspect of just all oh, these are people that um, I was raised with or I'm connected to, but really having a, a real connection with mm-hmm. my family and, you know, the love because – you know, last year we lost my dad, and that was, I mean, that was my heart. My mom and dad were married for 50, going on 51 years. So they were a unit for as long as I can remember. And, you know, I realized it, it, it really brought it to light, you know, last year when his health started to decline, that we're given a limited amount of time to be on this planet to be on this earth, to connect with the people that we're connected to. So love on those people. Give them, give them your undivided attention. Like, really be there and be present. That's the best gift that we could give people, whether it's your children, your spouse, your you know, significant other, uh, your business partners. You know, be there with them in that moment, whatever it is, and take it all in, all the time. I, I, I still have... I could still hear my dad's voice and he and my mom talking and laughing because there were times that I would just go and be over there with them and I would set my phone down and I would just listen to them and I'd say, this is, this is amazing. This is amazing to be able to do this. I do it now with my, with my husband and with, with my son. Sometimes I just sit there and just look at them <laughs> and, and just take it all in and, and just, and, and a, just a approval, you know, of just, of just acceptance Love, gratitude, like we're here, you know, and and they understand that I'm just grateful, and we should all just be grateful. Stop looking at the things that's not working, that's not right, that you want to change. That just just, just take some time out and just say, "Wow, this is this is pretty cool. This this really is pretty cool that we that we get to be here together." And sometimes people are like, "Well, you know, how do you have those hardcore conversations, and how do you know what's right, and how do you get to that place where you're that uh, open with your family, and you know that in love? Like, I'm in love with with my people. I'm in love with my my friends. Like, as a friend, yeah. right? I, yeah. I'm, I'm grateful for that friend. And so it, it it doesn't hurt to ask your your spouse. You know, what is there anything that I could do differently? As, as a as a wife or as a husband or as a partner or ask your children, is there anything that I could do different as a mom or as a dad? And 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 be okay with the with the answers because if I'm your mom, I want to know how can I be a better mom for you because I'm your mom. Absolutely. Yeah. Or a business partner. You know, you know we can. 
how can the listeners get a get a hold of you? Real quick. So they can find me on Instagram at life so that's L I F E by B Y Kara K A R A Official. And that's O F F I C I A L. So the the regular spelling of official. So Life by Kara Official on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook and that's uh Kara Dentley. Uh, I think I have my maiden name in there too. Kara Scott Dentley. If you Google me, all of my information will pop up as far as like how to, you know, go to my website, lifebykara.com. My information will pop up. So if you don't remember how to reach me on Instagram or Facebook, you can put in Kara Dentley and it will point you to my Instagram handle as well as my Facebook and my LinkedIn as well as my website. Awesome. Kara, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for uh, being on our show. It has been very enlightening. I was a little bit, oh, she's a scientist. What she's going to talk about? So it was awesome that we were able to reconnect. We've been knowing each other for a while, and I'm so grateful that we had the opportunity to reconnect. Um, so I just want to say thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to be in on Let's Talk Deliciously Room for Dessert podcast. Thank you so much, and thank you, Belusa. Thank you so much. All right, we'll see you next time. Let's Talk Corlicious Leave Room for Dessert podcast with Miss V. The Core Life Coach will give you the tools to build resilience and activate the leader within and identify what truly matters in your life. Some years down the line, you'll look back and smile at how you thought you might not get through it. That's when you'll be proud of yourself for prioritizing your well-being and personal growth. You are the rock star that your family and kids look up to for light. Let's help you grow and evolve with Let's Talk Corelicious Leave Room for Dessert podcast with Miss V, the core life coach, an unparalleled opportunity to truly live up to your fullest potential and find comfort in your own skin.